with another Motivational Moments podcast. This month has been a very crazy up and down month and whether you own your own business or not, sudden challenges, health problems or any unexpected change in your life can certainly toss you around like a salad in a washing machine and leave you feeling quite drained. I feel just like a wet, soggy and very uneatable salad. Let me tell you why. As a business owner, wife and mother, no particular reason I said my list in that order. By the way, I do balance my time between personal and business life. I plan ahead and normally my schedule works well and leaves gaps for emergencies and such like. July has been for me like the tornado that strikes fast and leaves you with lots of extra work to do but before you can play catch up you have to get your strength back body mind and spirit knowing that dave and i you remember him my long-suffering husband had booked a holiday in the uk for the month of august i planned ahead and was really organized thinking that i would leave for my holiday having no loose ends and could return to canada and work feeling refreshed and less stressed the early part of July, which I had been looking forward to, was not so bad. We hosted a huge barbecue for my daughter's friend from the UK who was sharing time between us and one of my daughter's friends. So, apart from a slight hangover, we all woke up the morning after the barbecue feeling we had had a great time. But, we do have a large house and I'm the kind of hostess with the mostess that makes sure my house is so sparkly clean and tidy if we have guests around it creates a lot of extra work. That is not to say my home is not normally clean, I just like it to look like a show home if we have guests. I also had a procedure called a colonoscopy which my doctor had suggested I have because of the history of stomach cancer in my family. As you all know by now, I have had breast cancer twice. To be honest, I was dreading the test, but it was a doddle. In English, that means it was nothing to worry about. They do not put you right to sleep under anaesthetic, but they do pop some happy juice, as I call it, into a vein in your hand, which totally relaxes you and leaves you with no memory of what has gone on. In my case, I fell asleep, so it was over before I knew it. One week after this procedure, I woke up on the Monday morning with a burst blood vessel in my left eye and thought, oh my goodness, I do look ugly. My next thought was, I hope this is not serious. Bit backwards, I know, but hey, that's me. At exactly the same time as I got out of bed and looked at my eye, I experienced for the first time in my life the most excruciating lower back pain and lower stomach pain. I stayed in bed that whole day and on the evening went downstairs to lay on the sofa so I could have a change of scenery. By Wednesday my pain was so bad my daughter took me to the urgent care where I was told it was a muscular pain and to move round and you will be fine. My eye would get better in about two weeks. I struggled on for a few more days not being able to get any work done whether it was business or personal. Now, I still had a lively brain and a busy mind so the frustration for me was not being able to do anything useful because of the pain in my back. 
I phoned the family doctor who said to ask my specialist if the procedure he performed could have caused the problems I was experiencing. His secretary promised me he would phone me back as soon as possible. The next morning my daughter drove me to a prearranged appointment with a skin specialist, which was not for anything serious, so I thought. The skin specialist was not at all concerned with the blemish I was actually seeing him for. He was more concerned with the zit on the roof of my nose that I had had for quite a few months, and he suggested I need a skin biopsy to determine if it was skin cancer. Okay, that was totally unexpected. He assured me there was nothing to worry about and it probably was not skin cancer, but better to be safe than sorry. He offered me an appointment for when I would be in the UK, so suggested I take another appointment for when I got back, three days later in fact. As my daughter and I left his office, I asked her to drive me to the hospital, to the emergency, as my back and stomach pain was much worse. She dropped me off there and my lovely husband Dave left work to come and be there with me. After having blood and other tests, it was determined I should have a CT scan. The only problem being the long wait. It was quite cold in the emergency ward, but Dave and I sat there chatting, well, me moaning most of the time, to make the hours go faster. There was one funny incident, and even though he had to be there, I will try and tell you why Dave and I laughed. We could see the nurses' station from my bed, and as you do look around, and most of the curtains are drawn around the beds, it can get quite boring with nothing to see or do. We both, without telling each other, watched an older guy walk past my bed, and he was in fact attached to a pulse monitor via his finger, and this monitor was attached to a nurse. It looked to us like she was taking him for a walk, and he was on a leash. The first time they walked past our bed, we thought nothing, nor the second time, but the third time we both took a second look, looked at each other and burst out laughing. I said, are we there yet? Because that's what I perceived the guy was thinking, and Dave said it was a bit like a sitcom on TV. To see a guy being led around and around on a pulse monitor attached to a nurse seemed quite funny to us, but I guess you had to be there, and again sheer boredom can make anything seem funny. I then asked Dave to ask my doctor what was going on, and how much longer we would have to wait. The best he could find was a nurse, and the nurse said they were waiting for my CT scan results. I said that was impossible, and he asked why, and I said, well unless they'd taken me for a scan, and Dave and I had not noticed, I'd not actually had the scan yet. At this point he checked the schedule and said that unless we wanted to wait another two hours maybe we should go home and come back for a scheduled appointment the next day at 12. Wow, what a day. I will let you know what results I get in my next podcast as today is when I have to go back to the hospital so I do not know any more yet. So, as you can see, July has not been the best of months for me so far. Dave is off to the States on Monday for seven days and comes back four days before we leave for the UK. So I'm hoping next week I feel better so I can tie up some loose ends and not feel quite so guilty when I am on holiday. So, moving on swiftly, as I do, I spoke to a friend via MSN this morning. It was his birthday yesterday, and he had not seemed in the best of moods. When I asked him why, he said he did not like birthdays, and that he would rather give than receive, and he had asked his family and friends not to make a fuss or buy gifts. 
I said that if he truly wanted to give to these people, he should give them the gift of being able to give to him. Whether it is love or gifts, it all comes back to the same thing. Being able to give is very important, but being able to receive is also important. One does not work without the other. Tonight is the last Small Business Community Network meeting until September. The SBCN is the business networking group I founded almost four years ago to help small business owners in the area where I live move into a networking environment that did not scare them. We also offer excellent speakers once a month. I know that I have to be there as one of the committee and also because Dave is the other member of the committee as is my daughter who cannot be there as she's working during the summer in order to pay for college. Dave is quite wonderful, but I can at least be there to help out, even if it means I have to sit down all night. Okay, more exciting news. My much-anticipated newly launched website is here, so please take a look at www.motivationalsteps.com it is easier to navigate and faster to find information you need. Dave has also incorporated some fantastic new technologies which I think you will all find as wonderful as I do. After much testing and such like, Dave launched my website early this week and so far so good. My new CD is also available for sale on the new website so feel free to go take a look. And yes, as you know, I am always looking for new and exciting ways to raise exposure for motivational steps. So I have some more exciting news. A few months ago, Dave suggested we look at Second Life, a virtual online world. We soon realized that this could be an extension of the way I do my business networking. Motivational Steps now owns land on Second Life and I offer some help to other small business owners on Second Life. I have gained more subscribers to my monthly newsletter, Stepping Stone, and also more for this podcast, which is great. Eventually, I am working towards clients from Second Life for my real-life business, and I know, like with anything, this will take time. As a business development coach, I have a lot to offer, and by extending this into the virtual online world, I am exposed to more potential clients. I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast, July has been a challenging month for me so far. How I deal with those challenges and how I move on is my choice. So after a good cry and lots of rest, I know I will be okay and August will be a wonderful month. How can it not be? I will be in the UK having fun. So, until the next podcast, which will be just before I leave for my holiday, I will say goodbye and take care. And remember, it is as important to be able to receive as give. So give someone the honour of receiving from you this gift and you will make someone happy. See you soon. Bye for now.